Welcome to the cast of characters. I'm your host, Will Burrow. Today, we'll be talking about the hit show, WandaVision, with my guests Joshua Pruitt and Alex Galbraith. So, what we're going to start off with today is going to be what's happened in WandaVision so far. Okay, we're jumping right into wow. it. All right, great. Nice. Well, I mean, a lot has happened. There's There's been seven episodes. Uh, I mean, it's kind of started off in the whole... Dick Van Dyke era, and recently, you know, we we've hit the whole Modern Family, The Office era of sitcoms, and I mean, it's been pretty fun so far. There's a, definitely a lot more details to go into. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think uh, the the whole show kind of kind of did a 180. I mean, you knew it was going to pick up at some point, but you know, the way it started uh, with like the first two episodes, really starting back in an older era, was more you know comedic. I thought there wasn't much action. There wasn't much. Um, you know, story outside of the hex, which I'm sure we'll get to in a little bit. But, um, you know, I, I think it slowly but surely has progressed, and every episode has genuinely left me wanting more. And uh, I think for, for any show, that's exactly what you want. So, like, with Phase 3 just ending with um, Endgame and this being the first part of what's being called Phase 4, what are you looking forward for, like, Phase 4 to be? Like, like with this as a good start, like, what are you... Well, Personally, I kind of feel like WandaVision has set up the whole, like, multiverse thing that's going on. And I don't really know how that's going to tie into everything that's going on. Because I don't want, like, the whole next phase to just be, oh, we're going to bring in a bunch of multiverse things. Yeah. There's definitely still a lot of other stories that need to be told. And especially with the addition of, like, all these other Disney Plus shows that are being created. And, uh, you know, you know things like Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel... Um, She-Hulk and uh, Wanda's twins even being brought into into play already. I'm interested to see if they stick around, especially with the addition of like things like the Young Avengers, because with a lot of these younger superhero characters coming into play, I could definitely see something like that popping up in Phase Four as well. Yeah, it's really quite uh, I-, I would say an anomaly here because what WandaVision has done. Uh, they they're bringing in you know characters like Josh mentioned and they're bringing in uh, things that we never thought we'd really see. I mean, a lot of this stuff is different from the MCU that we've grown up with for over the past ten years. You know, so it's going to be interesting to see if in the next phase they start to implement and incorporate more of Marvel because you know you you look at like X Men and stuff like that. That is Marvel, yeah. but they've never been part of our MCU. Yeah. You know, so. Uh, if they really try to incorporate everything into you know the entire bubble of Marvel and, and bring it all in together, that, that's gonna be pretty epic. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. So with the bad people so far, so people think Haywood could be a bad guy. Mephisto's act, like on top of. Wait, wait, hold up. What are your opinions about the, like about the, about going into Phase Four? Well, I'm a, like it's off to a good start and everything, but I'm more. I'm kind of more excited, like for the movies and stuff, to see like um, Ant Man and Quantum Mania with. I am excited for that. With yeah, with yeah. Con- with King the Conqueror coming in, with like Nova um, coming in after the two Guardians movies, kind of like oh Nova's here, but we're not showing you yet. And then like how Guardians Galaxy two with Adam Warlock, how it showed his little glimpse. Uh, I'm excited to see him and see who they're all gonna bring in and who's gonna be like the so-called next Avengers because half of them are gone and half of them are still here. So, with our bad guys um, so far, possibly um, Harewood, Mephisto, and possibly Nightmare. So, like, 
who do you think's the main bad guy? Do you think it's Agatha, or do you think somebody's controlling her? Or? I was gonna say, like you were listing off bad guys there, and you, you failed to mention the one that we absolutely know <laughs> yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. So yeah, Agatha Harkness got brought into play in the last yeah. episode, which I think I know that you called, and I think a lot of other people it saw coming. But um, yeah, I don't I don't really know as far as other characters. I mean, I know that there's been some setups. Uh, but the thing about Marvel is, or at least in the MCU, they're very good at like throwing you off yeah. their scent. And a lot of things could literally just be Easter eggs they have in the background that are being looked at way too much. And I feel like it'll be the last thing you expect, but the perfect thing to be yeah. in the story. Well, you know, we only got two episodes left to really wrap this whole thing up. Yeah. So uh, if they if they want to pull something, they better hurry up and do it. But, man, you could have seen Agatha coming from a mile away. Yeah. I think I called that episode one. Yeah. That something just wasn't right with that chick. And uh, and clearly, she, we're right. She's a she's a witch, which is pretty cool. Um, but, you know, I think uh, you talk about all these different bad guys. And, you know, right now, you know, you're Mephisto and possibly Nightmare. It's all speculation. Yeah. You know, we don't know. I, I, I wouldn't even go as far to say that Hayward is a bad guy. I just think that he... I mean, yeah, we don't like him. Yeah. He's made no, some yeah, bad I decisions. Agree, I agree with you for sure. I just don't think he's like a like a villain here. I just think he's... He doesn't know what the heck he's doing, I think. He's in over his head, and he's trying to be, you know... He has a little man syndrome. You yeah. know, he's trying to I, show that he's got the power. I yeah. think in the last episode, Monica and Wu kind of said it best. You know, he, he just wants his sentient weapon back. Yeah. That's all yeah. it is. He just wants Vision back in his hands. Well, I think, like, I think um, Agatha's going to be... Um, is she is being controlled, but we're not gonna know who it actually is. We might have like an end cut scene at episode ten, kind of how they did with Thanos in the first Avengers movie, just a little split and then it's gone. And I think that might he might be like the next bad guy for like um, multiverse of madness or something like that. So um, I know Josh is excited about Evan Peters being in the show so far, but do we think it's act like actually him, or do we think it's like a crossover show, bringing X Men in, or do we think it's somebody? else so i'm kind of iffy on the whole evan peters situation because well i mean when it happened i was obviously (laughs) super excited alex can attest to that uh i i mean i was i was like blown away like i know that uh, there you know been reports or whatever that he was going to be in the show anyway but it was something i didn't know about at all and when i saw it i was like holy crap that's evan peters and i was like out of my seat and so I don't really know how to feel about it now that we've learned more information about his character and that, you know, Agnes was kind of controlling him the whole time. I feel like it's still kind of too early to say that, you know, he, he's necessarily a bad guy. But, I mean, it, there we really don't have enough inf- information. I, I hope that he sticks around. I like his version of Quicksilver. Um... Although, you know, R.I.P. Aaron Taylor Johnson. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm excited about it, but I kind of have the sneaking suspicion that he's not going to be sticking around, which is really sad. But, yeah, I don't really know. Yeah, I'm not buying any of that. I, not what you said. I'm just not buying the whole Evan Peters thing. Yeah. I, I think, you know, I actually didn't know who the heck he was when he showed up at the court. <laughs> I was very confused as to, why that, to that. as to why that was such a big deal. But when it was revealed to me, I was like, oh, wow, that's yeah. cool. But, uh, you know, th- there's something about him in, t- in terms of the way he's acting inside the hex that makes me believe that um, that he's not obviously not real. Like, I mean, he has, you know, same, I think, similar memories to, uh, to Wanda, like, in terms of, 
I think he can talk about some of the stuff when they were younger. Uh, he mentioned the the dead husband twice, so yeah. you know he knows what happened to Vision in real life. Uh, they even showed him with the bullet wounds in him. Yeah. Um, that Wanda kind of now now just to quickly butt in on that, Please. I kind of feel like that was probably just Wanda seeing things. You know, like like I don't the same thing with the whole with the one that happened to Vision. I genuinely feel like that's just Wanda like kind of seeing the nightmare of her past. You know, she's well, she's grieving be, as it is. Except for the fact that she even addressed that he looks different. So that wasn't the real Pietro, you know. Yeah, but for some reason that's the one that she's seeing in this world. And so I don't know. I still feel like that was probably just her. It's, I mean, he it's that is possible. I think there's a possibility that he was in a way planted there. I mean, she she we know didn't didn't put him there. She didn't create him because when he showed up, she was just as uh, as surprised as everybody that was watching the you know the show. You know, she was like she didn't know why Pietro was there. So I think the million do- million dollar question is how did he get in? How does he know what he knows? You know, and and why is he acting this way? And then you know at the end of the last episode, you know that post credit scene, which I also didn't know there was one until I was <laughs> told about it later. Uh, you know, he meets up with Monica. He's like Snooper's gonna snoop, so he's clearly gonna be working with her, I think, in the final two episodes, and that might give us more clarity on on what he's all about. Yeah, so with Darcy and Monica being in the hex now, like, do we think, oh, at the past episode, Monica goes through it, her eyes change, she sees the the energy stuff, and then at the end with the cutscene, her eyes, eyes turn purple. But do we think Darcy and Monica are going to be so-called mutants, even though you're born a mutant? Like, do we think they're going to get powers being in here? Which Monica I mean, has technically now. Yeah, I, I definitely think we know that Monica has powers. Yeah. Like, I, I still think the whole mutant, the creation of the mutants thing is, uh, it's still too early to tell on that, too. Uh, that would honestly be a really cool way for them to bring something like that in since, you know, obviously that's not something that's existed in the MCU world. You know, everybody else that doesn't have superpowers are just normal people. And so there's got to be a way that you can create all those mutants without uh, just, you know, making them appear. Yeah. Like, that's not something they're going to do. They're not just going to make an X-Men movie way down the line and then just go, oh, well, you know, half of the world was mutants and yeah. we never addressed that before. So, I feel like if there, if there was a way for them to do that, this would probably be a pretty good way. I'm sure that there are other ways that they could figure out how to make that change in the future, but uh, an early prediction that I had just at the end of episode six when she expanded the mm-hmm. hex the first time was that eventually it would just take over the whole globe. And, like, when it falls down, that would be the creation yeah. of the mutants. So I do like the concept of that. I'm, you, I'm not really sure that we can 100% say that's what's going to happen, though. Do you think Darcy's going to, like, get powers? I don't or? think Darcy's going to have powers. I don't. I think that Darcy by herself is pretty <laughs> freaking awesome, and she doesn't even need powers. So. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think Darcy's going to become a mutant, if I'm being completely yeah. honest. Um, you know, I, I just think she's a plain badass. You know, <laughs> I just think she's pretty awesome. But she's so cool, she doesn't need to be a mutant. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but I, I do think, obviously, we know Monica is, and we know she's got her powers. Um, you know, and, I, and really the only explanation they have for that is just 
she's been exposed to so many things and she's been through the hex a few times and her blood has transformed and boom, she's a mutant. So I mean, yeah. if it's that simple, why don't, why, why don't we just put everybody through the hex and <laughs> yeah. make them a mutant? I mean, well, I mean, I don't think that anybody but Monica and, you know, maybe Wanda and Agnes, since they were around to see her, actually even know uh, that she has powers now. And even then, they may not even know how she got those powers by entering through the hex. And she went through so many times. And I honestly don't feel like everybody would even be able to survive it. Because, you know, you, you were listening to her, like, the the conversation going on in her head as she was kind of passing through it, all of the uh, scenes from Captain Marvel and maybe some other ones from her past were kind of thrown in there. And, you know, it was that, like, drive home from what Carol, Danver- Carol Danvers told her that kind of helped her get past that last little bit. That's true. It takes a you know, very mental toughness, I think, yeah. to, to really push through that. When you watch um, the show and um, Monica comes back to S.W.O.R.D., like the headquarters and everything, and it shows the scene of her mom's nameplate with her first name, and then Photon is in the middle. In the comics, that was the um, superhero that Monica was. So it has that Photon Rambo. And so people are speculating that she's going to be called Photon due to her energy I 100% agree. I mean, I feel like it's only a matter of time before she dons a superhero name. Yeah. And so... It'll be Photon. I I think it will be Photon. It makes the most sense. We've already seen it. I mean, all she has to do is go back to the sword office or whatever, see that on the wall, and go, oh, well, I know what my name's going to be now. So, like, with her not liking um, Captain Marvel right now, by just how when people bring her up, her face is like, who are you talking about? Like, drop her. Um, how do you think her impact's going to be in, for the future of the Marvel movies in Phase 4? Like, do you think she's going to have a... Like, do you think she's going to be like Ant-Man just here and there in the movies? Or do you think she's going to be like Iron Man, Captain America? She's in every single Well, I'm, I'm iffy on that, too. And one of the reasons why is for a different reason than why Ant-Man has only been here and there so far. Because with, with Ant-Man, they've kind of explained away, yeah. you know, his not appearing in things like uh, Infinity War. Yeah, house arrest. <laughs> um, but there, there's there's something different about Captain Marvel, and that's that she's just way too powerful. Like, I, I feel like if you stick her in most of those, you know, big Avengers-level movie situations, she can probably carry everything on her own, and it's really hard to logically explain that away. And so when you have you have situations like Endgame where she's like, oh well, you know, she wasn't here for most of the fight because she's out there helping other people, and I feel like that probably makes sense too, especially with uh, you know even Monica the way that she grew up and possibly even her like despising of Carol Danvers all of a sudden just because she was away from her for most of her life and she's off saving the universe elsewhere. Yeah, I feel like Captain Marvel's the type of character that's only going to show up when you really need her. You know, yeah. I mean, basically, that's what it sounds like. Oh no, we have something that is too powerful for our own heroes on Earth to handle. Let's call Captain Marvel. You know, I guess she did an in-game. Well, that's exactly what she did, and you know, she made a little snarky comment like, <laughs> "You're not the only universe that needs saving," or whatever. Like, yeah. well, look, we're the most important universe that needs saving. Like, yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Come out of here, hey, it's, it's Earth, man. What are we talking about? We have the Avengers. We're bro. biased. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. I think we're the most important, but you know, it was kind of a snarky comment on her part. And granted, I mean, yeah, she's like basically, you know, she is. I mean, yeah, probably one one of, if not the most powerful being one of yeah out there i mean we haven't seen some of the villains that could possibly come in but i don't know i, I think I, I don't think you're going to see her as often as as 
people maybe would want to see her. So, um, we're getting to the topics that everybody likes to talk about. But, um, so the final two episodes, that now that we know Agatha is the bad guy, when you um, watch um, Wanda come down, the rate, the screen ratio changes to like show that it's like the outside world in the real life. What do you think's actually going to happen in these final two episodes? Do you think it's going to be like another lead up to episode nine, like episode eight was? Or do we think we're going to have some action finally? I think the sitcom is over. I think that uh, at the beginning of the last episode, you know, we hear Hayward uh, getting a report that, you know, the the show is offline, even though we're watching a Modern Family sitcom <laughs> uh, on our TV. So, so like, the show was still being created there, even though it wasn't being, like, it wasn't on air. But I, I feel like now, especially since, you know, you mentioned the whole screen aspect ratio change or whatever, she walked downstairs. I, th- I think the show is over. I think WandaVision is over, and it's, like, time to get down to the to the gritty stuff it's we we got a fight on our hands and that's what the next two episodes are going to be about and john uh made a good point yesterday when he was talking about this is the first episode that we've experienced where the actual sitcom episode that wanda's creating isn't about another story that she's made up it was about what was actually going on in the show and so i think the show is over i think the next two episodes is going to be like this is a build-up last episode ultra mega fight or some crap <laughs> yeah i fully agree there's no way there's no way you can come back in the next episode and and kick it off with some little sitcom intro or something like that i just don't see how you can do that with the way that this last episode left off i mean we've basically in terms of their sitcom intros have caught up to modern day you know there's really nothing more modern that we can do and you know the way it left off i mean her kids are gone they're down in the basement it's you know it's uh it's wanda and agatha and then you've got, you know, Vision on, on his way, you know, rushing. And then Darcy will show up at some point and play some sort of role. But, you know, there's just no way you can... I think it would be almost wrong to try to come up with some little sitcom intro at the beginning when there's so much tension uh, that, that we're waiting on with that fight down the basement. Do you think it's going to be, like, um, Monica, Vision, Wanda versus Quicksilver and Agatha? Or do you think it's going to be four against one, three against two, three against three? Or? Mm. I, I've already made this point before, and I think it still holds true. Vision has still not made it back to Wanda, and I think as soon as he does, uh, we're going to see him confront her about all these doubts that she's having, address all the grief that she has. And, and, and Darcy said it best, you know, everything in this world might be fake, but their love for each other is real. Yeah. And I think that Vision, knowing everything that he does now, is going to confront her about it and tell her it's okay to let him go, to let her brother go, and she's going she's gonna to join the good fight. Well, I mean, naturally, she's going to join the good fight. I mean, there, there was never any doubt that we were just going to let Agatha win the day. Well, that's not what I meant. I mean, yeah, clearly, she, this is going to end with, I would assume, a somewhat happy ending. But, yes, I agree. Vision has to confront her, and, uh, you know, she she has to get that, I guess, that almost like closure. And I think that's what this was for her, is the way that Vision died um, back in Infinity War was... And it was brutal to watch. I mean, because at first, you know, she was the one doing it. You know, she was, like, trying to take the stone out of him. They got it, whatever. And then, you know, Thanos just reversed time and brutally murdered him. And, and she watched, you know. So she watched She watched her brother die. She watched Vision die. And uh, I just never really think she got that um, that closure that she needed. And that's why she's bringing all these people back. So Vision can really talk some sense into her. She'll wake up and for the sake of herself and, I guess, technically, at the sake of her children, even she'll you know, possibly yeah. start yeah. start to make the you know do the right stuff so 
people are speculating that Wanda is actually going to be the bad person in the multiverse of madness with Doctor Strange's movie. What do y'all think? Do you think she's going to be good and be like a second main character? Or do you think she's going to be the one that they're trying to stop as being a nexus no. being and everything? She she won't be. I, I, I have... I mean, obviously, I can still be wrong because you never know. <laughs> but I 100% think that Wanda's not going to be a, a bad character or an antagonist in that show at all. I, th- I kind of feel, actually, that when this show wraps up, she's going to have learned a little bit about what is going on, uh, possibly with Agnes or whatever, and then Doctor Strange either will show up maybe here or even show some context in his movie about what's going on and say, like, hey, you know, there's other other things like this out there that, you know, I could really use your help stopping. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm in full agreement. There's no way that she becomes a villain. I genuinely, I don't see how that's going to happen. There's speculation. And she made some comment on a recent episode kind of along those uh-huh. lines, like, you know, well, maybe I'm not the hero or maybe I yeah. am a villain, whatever. And I was like, people are going to read too much into that yeah. with these rumors that think that she could be a villain later on. There's just, there's just no way. So Ralph has been brought up, Agatha's husband, apparently, but um, Ralph has been uh, brought up every episode, just a little one-liner here and there, and nobody really, uh, some people don't catch it. So, But people are speculating that the um, male man in the show um, is Ralph, just how um, Agatha looks at him and gets all cheered up. Like, if you watch the black and white episode, oh, how you doing, kind of um, gropes his side and everything, just like kind of hugs him and everything. And then also people are saying that the bunny that she's holding the last um, episode could be Ralph that she used a spell to make him that and then he can change into something because if you watch the end cut scene and look at the window when she opens the door um, a shadow moves so it looks like a person but also people are saying that's also Quicksilver that was inside but some people think it was um, it was um, Ralph but who do you think Ralph is do you think it's the person controlling Agatha or do you think it's one of those two people or what yeah so I mean I, I've heard all that stuff too that it's the rabbit that it's Quicksilver that it's the mailman or Mephisto nightmare, whatever. I have no idea. Honestly, until you brought it to my attention, I completely disregarded everything she said about <laughs> Ralph. But, I mean, you do have a good point, you know. Uh, she, especially now that we know what her house looks like, that it's possible she even lives alone. You know, we don't... You know, who Who is Ralph? I, I don't know. It honestly could just be a character she made up for her... For want to sit calm. I mean, we don't we don't know. Yeah. I I genuinely don't have any good leads or theories on that. Yeah, neither do I. I haven't followed much of the Ralph storyline here, <laughs> but I will say that what, there is a strong possibility that uh, Ralph is an absolute nobody. I mean, there's there is a possibility that Ralph is just no one special, no no major villain, no major character. He's just Ralph, and yeah, maybe he'll come into play in the final two episodes, but maybe he's nothing as big as we're, you know, we're putting maybe a little too much stock into that, which I could be wrong, too. I could see, you know, Marvel doing that. Quick little one-liners, you don't think much about it, and then Ralph is some major character that's going to be around for a while, but um, I'm, I'm going to go with, with no nothing for now. <laughs> but So Paul Bettany came out with the interview, and it said that there's a character that hasn't been um, really like hasn't been in the show yet, and nobody knows about it. And it said he's never somebody he's never worked with before, and he's really excited to. So like, who do you think that cameo is? You think it's Mister Fantastic with the aerospace engineer when they met the person on the ridge? And I think those are scrolls working for this aerospace engineer. But could it be John Kaczynski as Mister Inception? Yeah, could it be? <laughs> yes. Could it be John Kaczynski as Mister Fantastic? Could it be the original Beast from the X Men? 
movies, or could it be John David Washington as Blue Marvel? Like, who do you think could be this big character? Do you think it's Cumberbatch? Because they never they've been in the same movies, but they never shared the same screen. Yes. Like they never been on the same screen at the same time. So, do you think it's one of them leading up to the next movie, or do you think they're going to introduce everything? Because there was an article that came out yesterday that Jennifer Lawrence is um, being rumored to be um, Mr. Fantastic's wife. Yeah, Sue Storm. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that blue I, lady. I don't. <laughs> right? She, like, yeah. she looks anyway, like a lizard at times. That's uh, Mystique. And X-Men. And, yeah. she's, and that's played by Jennifer Lawrence. Yes. Right? Yes. yes. So okay. she's going to be Sue Storm, possibly, in Fantastic. I see. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Sue's saying it's changed roles. But I... This, this is so complicated too. I, I can't tell you. I can't tell you how bad I would love for it to be. John Krasinski as Reed Richards, yeah. Mister Fantastic, and brought into the MCU. I don't see it happening. I think before we kind of saw what was going on over the ridge. That we we're still not even one hundred percent sure if we've seen the aerospace engineer that she was talking yeah. about. And, and and just based off the mere fact that I can't imagine that Paul Bettany would be talking about. John Krasinski. John Krasinski. Although he could be talking about someone else. We don't even yeah. know that John Krasinski is going to play Mr. Fantastic. It's just like uh, a should. high speculation thing. He should. Uh, I, I honestly don't know who it could be. There's there's so many good theories out there. And I feel like there we, we still do have one good cameo coming up uh, after everything that's been said. I just I, I don't know who it, who it would be. I, I'm not 100% sure who Paul Bettany would want it to be. I know that there's been like some Al Pacino speculation yeah. because he he really likes Al Pacino. Um, so, I mean, may, maybe that's who it is and he'll come into play as a, a villain or another character or something that I, I don't really know. But I, I personally would love for it to be Reed Richards. I, I like Reed Richards. And I also, also like Blue Marvel, just kind of how they're going with Captain Marvel not really like, like and um, Monica being... Button heads right now. I would like to see John David Washington just be in it because he's starting to hit off right now and like yeah, all I agree. Movies, so he's starting to become really popular, and this is a time to put him in. I do like John David Washington, and I don't know too much about Blue Marvel to really say how he'd fit that role, but uh, that'd definitely be a cool addition. I like John David Washington yeah. a lot. Yeah, I think uh, personally, I I got excited when they did the Office intro yeah. in the last episode because I I had that thought like okay, that's foreshadowing for a John Krasinski. You know, intro yeah. in, in this episode, there there is a lot of speculation on who you got, you got a lot of rumors. Will yeah. you got a lot of lot of speculations <laughs> on who it might be? Stacks on uh, stacks. I mean, for real, I didn't even hear about the Al Pacino thing. My respect for Marvel would go up ten times if they got <laughs> Al Pacino come in and play a role. But uh, I think I think there's a good chance you're going to see uh, a, a Reed Richards come in, whether it's Krasinski playing him or not. It uh, better I, be. I also feel confident that at the end of the series, so at the end of nine there's a chance you will see maybe a Doctor Strange very briefly or some other Avenger that we're familiar with very briefly to continue to set up for the following movies because we have a lot of big movies coming up and the, the multiverse will be huge. Yeah. We've got Spider-Man coming up. Um, so there's a lot of things coming up that I think it would that one little quick plug at the end of nine would be enough to help you get excited for that movie later on. So with one of the bigger episodes, I think it was the sixth one, when Vision comes out of the force field because he's trying to get a message and like, um, after he talks to Agatha in the car, because Agatha and Quicksilver are like the only ones yeah. that isn't controlled by Wanda in the whole city. So when he comes out and he's his parts, because he's a robot, is getting taken off, his um, stone is still in his head. 
So with it being like, I forget, it's like nine days, two weeks or something like that after the events of Endgame, why do you think his stone is still in his head? Do you think she reversed time or something? Or like, because if it was like blown up and gone and everything, his stone would have been the first thing gone. See, I think that, I think Wanda has created a stone out of some something else, whatever she's done to bring Vision back to life in the first place, or, or even Agatha possibly, since we really don't know anything about how Vision was brought back to life. You know, however that happened, I think that it is, it's fake, and that's part of the reason why he can't survive outside. Because we know that one, like when things get brought back outside the, the hex, that they stay the way that they were. You know, I don't, I don't think it's a real Infinity Stone. Uh, I think it just looks like one. And so, I think that's part of the reason why Vision was dying when he was on the outside because he can't live without it. But inside the hex, there's more magical stuff going on. I mean, it's it's super hard to even contemplate exactly how that's going to work without you know a proper explanation but I, I don't think the Infinity Stone is real and I think that that's part of the reason why Vision wasn't able to live as to why he was kind of being fought back into the hex I'm not 100% sure on that either I imagine it's just because Wanda didn't want him to leave and so you so, know maybe it sh- he was just being pulled back in in the same way that it was maybe hard for uh, Monica to get in yeah. in the last episode, you know, like she kind of decides who gets to come in and out of the hex. Yeah. And you know, when she pushed her, when she pushed her thing, when she pushed the hex and it went like another eight miles out or whatever in the last, at the beginning of the last episode, into into the one before that, I guess. Uh, you know, everybody was kind of brought in there because she wanted to save Vision. Yeah. And she didn't really care who was being brought in. So or do you out. do you think? Vision's dead for sure at the end of this show. Yes, I I 100% do because of and I think that because of my the concept I have for the arc with you know him going yeah. to confront Wanda about you know you know letting letting him and her brother go, and that's part of the reason why I also think Quicksilver's going to die, which sucks. <laughs> but I I genuinely think that if that's the direction they go, if Vision lives afterwards, it takes away from it. Yeah, and so. I kind of, I really do feel like Vision's gonna die. Yeah, I think he has to die. I just don't. I, I Josh was saying I don't see any. They'd have to come up with a really good explanation for how he stayed alive and, and how he's doing so without a real Infinity Stone because I, you can't. I don't, to my knowledge, you can't recreate an Infinity Stone. Well, you know? the I mean, only other explanation, just to kind of put back in here, is like Mark Ruffalo or uh, Bruce Banner, I guess, uh, in Infinity War said that you know there there was a possibility for them to let Vision live, you know, all of the best parts of Vision without the Infinity Stone. And, and that's why they were going to Wakanda in the first place, was to get, you know, Shuri to remove it, and then they kind of just ran out of time, and Thanos got to him first. Yeah. Oh, no, that's but, true, yeah. But I don't really know if Wanda or Agatha is going to be the one to, you know, figure that out. No, I highly, I mean, I highly doubt it. Not that they're not, like, capable. I, I don't know. I just, I just don't know. The biggest thing for me with Vision was when he was leaving the Hex, you know, you started to see him getting torn apart. And, and I, I just wondered if it was one of those things where it's like almost the Hex is like a little bubble that's keeping him alive, you know. And mm-hmm. as yeah. soon as he walks out back into the real world, when well, the real world, he's dead. Yeah. So as soon as you, you know, if you're in this little containment, 
you're safe, you're going to live, you're cool, but as soon as you step out, you're going to die. And, yeah. and I feel like that's kind of... Because because the hex is not reality. Yeah. And as soon as you step back into reality, everything that once was is, is going to be. And I mean, this is the first time we're really seeing... Uh, more of the magical side of the MCU, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. apart from you know Doctor Strange and what little we have seen of Wanda and Wanda in the past. You know, we're, we're seeing a lot of the witchcraft parts of Marvel. I mean, with um, the last scene in the last episode, you, they showed the book glowing, and that's what dark magic is, and it's the devil. Yeah. It resembles the devil and everything. Um, so with if you watch the last episode, you see that Wiccan and Speed, Wanda's two kids, they go over to Agatha's house for Agatha to take care of them because Wanda wants her alone time. But Wanda gets a feeling, and they're not there when Wanda comes over. So what do you think happened to him? Do you think they got possessed or just, no, oh, go in this closet and sit and shut up? or like what do you First think of happened? all, I think Agatha's a terrible babysitter. <laughs> I don't know why Wanda let, let, let her have her kids because, I mean, e- even before she realized that she was a witch. I mean, she was like, "Oh, I don't know where your kids are. Maybe they're maybe they're down in my dark, scary basement." <laughs> yeah. So, which is another thing I'd actually even like to bring up because I I genuinely think Agatha wanted Wanda to find out. Otherwise, why would she tell her her kids might be playing in the basement where her yeah. scary lair is? Like, I I genuinely think she wanted her to find out, which. I don't really know what that means yet. Yeah. but yeah, Of course she did, because she went out there and stopped the confrontation between her and Monica. She yeah. was like, hey, Monica, get out of here. Wanda, come with me. And I mean, it was all very, I mean, <laughs> yeah. very planned out, I think, for, you know, Agatha wanted something to happen. Well, like, know? at the end of her song that's still in my head, um, she says she kills Sparky, Sparky also. Mm-hmm. So, with the vines and everything um, that are in her lair, her basement, I think those are stuff to possess people that come in. Because, like, when um, Monica comes through the first time, her eyes are blue. And that's what she's seeing, the photon, seeing the energy sources. But when um, Quicksilver goes, oh, snoopers be snooping, her eyes are purple. And so, and the roots or whatever are purple. And um, in the comics, when Sparky eats it, he dies. And this kind of shows the Grim Reaper, the Magneto, not Magneto, um, Mephisto, all them coming in. And that's kind of what it was. So, like, I think Quicksilver was possessed because his eyes were kind of had a purple tint, if you look at him, and Monica's eyes were purple tint. So that's why, I like, I think how Josh said the magic and everything, I think the next part of the MCU for a little bit is going to be magic. It's going to be time because Kang the Conqueror conquers all worlds. So he, like, can take this Earth over here, put it together with our, our mm-hmm. Earth, and that's why I think a lot of more characters are going to be coming in and everything. And so talking about Wiccan... And speed still. Do you think they're gone after this show, or do you think they're gonna create the Young Avengers with? Um, I was gonna say comic, comic, whatever her name is, and then with Wiccan and Speed. Like, do you think Miss Marvel so, and all of them are gonna be? That was actually gonna be my main point. If it, if it wasn't for the fact that they were bringing in a lot of these Young Avengers characters, I would one hundred percent think that they were probably just gonna die because it it doesn't really make sense for them to live. Uh, and I, I feel like they're going to explain that somehow, how they do. Um, and, and because of the Young Avengers thing, that's that's the sole reason I think that they are going to hang around. Because I can't imagine that they're going to leave them out of that. They're huge, or at least Wiccan is. Wiccan yeah. is at least Wiccan. Uh, I know that Speed was for at least a little bit. Um, they're, they're huge parts of the Young Avengers team. Yeah. 
in the comics. Yeah, I don't think there's any doubt that they're gonna they're gonna be just fine down in Agatha's basement. They're gonna go down there. They're, they're not in any danger. Wanda's gonna come save them. Like it's all suspense right now. But at the end of the day, they're gonna get rescued and they're gonna play. And in the future, you know, I'm not sure if they're gonna be a a, a part of every movie. You know, but um, I think you have to continue to develop these characters, these young characters. But they are going to play a role down the road uh, for for a bigger feature. I think down the road for sure. So one last question for y'all before we get to the net for our final topic. Um, so do you think Agatha is gonna be like the main bad person, or do you think she's done after these nine episodes? Because what I think is gonna she is being controlled. There is somebody on top of her. If it's nightmare, if it's um, Mephisto, because I think we're just gonna have an end cut scene mid mid credits, like oh Mephisto does a little pew and then it, yeah, I don't I don't it. think I don't think Agatha is the main villain here. Like she's not gonna last. Yeah. I think once episode nine is over, I think you're done. She unless uh, I, I mean she might make an appearance in a yeah. future movie or future series, but I don't think she is the main go to villain that everybody's gonna try to stop. She will play a very minor role if she's not killed off in one division which i don't think she will be oh, yeah. i'm iffy about that i really like katherine hahn's portrayal of agnes uh, or agatha um i want to see how she plays the role of the villain now because she's been she's been hiding the entire show yeah. i want to see how she plays the role of the villain uh what what kind of wits she's got <laughs> up her sleeve yeah uh what tricks she's gonna be playing throughout the rest of the show but uh, if she if she is defeated or killed or whatever, I kinda, I feel like I'd almost be disappointed, just because like I've liked her character so far, and you know depending on where we go from here, I could definitely see her being one of the more fun to play with villains in the MCU. So we'll see. So doing Alex's favorite thing, so we're gonna do a hot take. What are you looking for, like for Phase Four, Phase Five? Are you looking for the Loki show? Are you looking for Captain? Uh, in the Winter Soldier show, are you looking for She-Hulk show? Are you looking at Quantumania and Ant-Man? Looking at Nova? You looking at Multiverse of Madness? What do you think? What do you think is going to be like the next hit in the Marvel movies? What are you like looking for? What do you think is going to happen as the overall concept of Phase Four and Phase Five? Well, I can't. I think every Marvel movie is a hit. Yeah, I, there aren't many movies and shows that haven't been a hit among the fans. For me personally, what I am really looking forward to. Uh, is Spider-Man. Uh, I am genuinely looking forward to that. The uh, Spider-Man Three, I think it's just the, yeah. what the title is. They don't all, have a name it is. Yet, yeah. yeah, and, and we're gonna we're gonna get that set up. I think with with the multiverse of madness. I think you're gonna start to see that because the fact that freaking Tobey Maguire and is, Andrew, uh, who cares? Tobey <laughs> Maguire is coming back as Spider-Man. Uh, Possibly. I, yeah, confirmed. <laughs> it's going to be fantastic, and it's going to be the best movie I've ever seen in my life. So that is the part that I'm most excited about, just seeing him, yeah, Andrew, and, and, and Tom Holland all working together, uh, three Spider-Mans all at once, and, and then who who knows who they're going to be going up against, you know? Like, I think I think we're going to see that introduction to, to set up the ability to have three Spider-Mans. We're going to see that in the multiverse. The question is, you know, what's going to be their main goal? What's their main villain uh, in, in their movie. Do you think the Osborns or other the um, I forget her name, but the other Mary Jane and Tobey Maguire's movies are going to be also in there? Um, Kristen Dunst. Yeah, yeah, Kristen Dunst. I think I think they got her back. Actually, I'm pretty sure. The question really. I don't know enough about it. You think it. the Franco? Um, James Franco yeah. will not be back. Well, because he died. Yeah. I mean, he died in, in, yeah. in the original. Like Spider-Man all 3. like that. 
Yeah, you know. But yeah, I it think it could take place in, in like a different point in time. Yeah, I mean, and yeah, it's t- just like he never talked about it. That'd be sick. I'm not gonna that lie. Would make that'd no be, sense. That'd be so cool if we could pull something off like, like that. But Zendaya and the original Mary Jane. Yeah, I feel like Zendaya has to be in there. I feel like yeah. uh, Dunst has, is probably gonna be in there. Really, the ma- major question is how big a role are those characters gonna play. Yeah. Probably not that big. If we're, you know, I mean, yeah, I, cool. I feel I feel like I mean take. A movie like Avengers Endgame, you know, that Tom Holland has already said that Spider-Man 3 is going to be one of the biggest superhero solo movies yeah. ever. And so, you take, like, one of the, the bigger solo movies like Civil War, and think about it as bigger than that, and try to analyze how much screen time those characters had, other than, obviously, Cap and Iron Man, because the focus was a lot more on them in the story. I can't imagine that without creating a massive movie that's like three and a half hours long, <laughs> uh, you're, you're going to get too much screen time from those characters yeah. if they're in it at all. We'll see. Uh, personally, just jumping on to what I'm most excited for. <laughs> if you know me, I'm excited for every Marvel thing that comes out. Uh I I told you earlier I was looking forward to Ant-Man, Quantum Mania. I am. I'm also looking forward to Guardians 3 a lot. Mm-hmm. If Also, if you know me, you know that Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 is my favorite movie in the MCU, <laughs> regardless of what anybody says. Um, so I'm looking forward to Guardians 3 a lot. But as far as what we can expect sooner rather than, you know, two years down the road, uh, Loki. I am so excited for the Loki series. The trailer looks amazing. I love Owen Wilson. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, but but just most of all, I, I like Tom Hiddleston plays Loki fantastically. Yeah. Loki's arc throughout the MCU is one of the best arcs in the entire franchise. Yeah. And I'm really excited to see where his character goes from here with the whole. This is a different version of him from the past. You know, before he's entirely developed the way that he was before he died. And I, I'm so pumped for it. So for me, I'm kind of looking forward to the new guard, the Asgardians, because um, Star Lord and Thor are fighting over who's yeah. in charge. But um, I'm excited for that because I'm a big fan of Nova, and I want to see if Adam Warlock actually comes into the MCU. And because if if he does, he's gonna be like the next Iron Man. He's gonna be the next Captain America, like the leader of what's gonna happen. And I think. Um, Marvel is kind of moving into the cosmic realm, so you're gonna have Nova, you're gonna have Captain Marvel, you have Photon, you have like all that stuff. So um, that's further down the line what I'm excited for. I'm excited for Ant Man with um, Quantum Mania with Kang the Conqueror. I think he's gonna be the next big villain for a little while, kind of like how Ronan was, and um, kind of how Loki was. Just he's gonna be the next one for a little bit. But what I'm excited for is like what you said is Loki, and um, just how the Time Authority comes kind of with kind of how the thing is i think wandavision isn't over and the um loki series is actually going to go back and kind of like look into it investigate it and um i think the time warping with um dr strange's movie is going to be a big part of how phase four phase five is going to be for like the future of the mcu and everything but i mean that's all i got today so thank you (laughs) for Josh and Alex for spending your time with me. Gladly. Anytime, Will. I, I, I could talk about this forever.